All right. Welcome, welcome. The countdown is officially over. GA4 is here. Whether you're happy, excited, scared, <laughs> you want to cry, there's no escaping it. So we're sitting down with Towers GA4 guru today to hopefully ease some of that anguish you might be feeling and get you excited about its cool new features. So without further ado, thank you, Trevor, for being here. Welcome. Glad to be here. But before we jump into GA4, a little birdie told me that you're an expert in birds. Is that true? Would you say? Above average. Okay. Would you say you are more knowledgeable in GA4 or birds? I'm going to go with GA4 as I spend a lot of my daily time here at Tower learning that. I'm not out in a bird field. For 40 hours a week. <laughs> but you do have a big window by your office, don't you? Or I do, and I have, I have a, a clear suction-cupped <gasps> bird feeder that attaches on it. They, it's, bird watching goes two ways. If I look at a bird, it's out. If he looks at me, they're out. Oh, <laughs> 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 that's funny. Do you have a favorite bird fact or a few? Um, I think probably my favorite bird fact is I'm pretty good at identifying an eagle and a vulture based on how they fly in the sky. So vultures fly with a V, and if you think you see a bald eagle, their wings are completely bored flat and are upwards of six feet long, I think. So if you're ever just looking in the sky wow. and someone yells bald eagle, you go, that's probably some sort of vulture because the wings are in a, a V shape. You can outsmart them. A 10-year-old taught me that at a place in PA called Hawk Mountain. Wow. Way to go. (laughs) Kids are changing the world. (laughs) That's funny. Um, If you had to be a guru, Alex, like what would you be a guru in? I believe that I could answer almost any friend's quiz on the internet and get a passing grade. Or if you put a GIF on the screen of friends, I could tell you what episode it is and what's Mm. happening. Season good. end episode, like season. I don't know two, if I could give 12. the season an episode, but I could give you what's happening. That was a little too much, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Miss Lily? Well, I guess if we're on the topic of TV shows, my show is New Girl. So there's like two or three episodes that I feel like I could perform as a one-woman show. <laughs> um. The one is the menus episode, if anyone's familiar out the there. The menus? Menus. The other one is um, when Winston has his cop, like, mm. observation or whatever, and Jess thinks that she has found drugs, but they're just rocks, like little aquarium rocks. Those are the two that I think I would do really good on. Okay. They're from the same season. So. We can test it. Test yeah. the theory sometime soon. Maybe you'll maybe you'll see it drop on social. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see a one woman show, Love <laughs> New Girl. Um, yeah, but definitely trying to become a guru in GA four. <laughs> we are trying with Trevor. Yeah, <laughs> this is where we're getting the most knowledge from Trevor. So at this point, you've been prepping our team for what feels like a while. Eternity. <laughs> but how long have you been prepping? Um, I've probably been prepping since summer of last year it kept getting put off and put off and every marketer in the industry was also putting it off and off and off um just kind of trying to mentally delay the inevitable yeah um so that's kind of when i started to set up a lot of our client accounts last year was in kind of july august 
2022. That's um, crazy. It's definitely been a year-long process for me, at least. feel like, like I slightly understand the system. Yeah. Um, That's promising. <laughs> yeah, it. I keep saying GA4 is kind of not really an update. It's kind of a whole new platform, which I think if you're in that mind space, it kind of helps you out of like, okay, if something I was looking at in my previous analytics, where do I find that now? You just kind of have to think, I kind of know where it is, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of stuff is hidden, which is why it's kind of taken me a year at least to kind of understand the ins and outs from just kind of the interface to it to kind of some of yeah. the more deep end back end stuff. And that was all, I'm a very trial by fire type of learner um, and very hands-on. There's tons of resources out there, which we'll share a little bit later. And yeah. um, I just tend to learn better. I always have with hands-on. Um, I watched tons of videos, completed the uh, Google Analytics for skill shop on Google, but really where everything for me tends to click is when I start looking at it. Yeah. Um, from a hands-on and then figuring out what works and what doesn't work and then from there sharing the information to the rest of the tower team which is yeah. at this point everyone is probably sick of me talking about it um but it is just such a monumental thing yeah it seems like the biggest thing in digital marketing in the past 10 years i mean everyone is being affected by it it is affecting everyone from business owners to specialists such as ourselves it's just yeah. a very in-depth process of learning that just takes time you're probably going to hear me say that over and over but it just takes time like birds (laughs) it just takes time how do birds and j4 connect they take time (laughs) exactly takes time to know them yeah i think that's gonna be super important just like for us getting more familiar with it is actually just getting in and searching like i i sort of had tried to before the countdown was over (laughs) tried to at least get in ga4 and look at it when reports came around even though they weren't like i wasn't using them to get accurate data but just to get familiar with the interface which i think is going to be well at this point it doesn't matter yeah (laughs) um but yeah so i guess point what do you think is the most challenging adjustment from universal to ga4 Yeah, I think the most uh, challenging adjustment, which you just kind of mentioned, Lily, and a lot of clients are mentioning, are where do I find things? Yeah. Um, Almost uh, everything you need to know is being collected. It's just where the find it is a little confusing. The -the out-of-the-box templates that they give you are not exactly user-friendly from Mm -hmm. most business perspectives. Yeah. And it's also built a lot for e-com type of businesses so there's a lot of revenue data which doesn't apply to every single business um so that is by far the most challenging part is figuring out where to find things um and the other part like i've mentioned earlier is just kind of trying not to think of it as an updated universal analytics but it's a completely new tool um i've been kind of using an analogy it's like driving a 1996 honda civic and then your next car is like a 2024 tesla you can get from point A to B, but I mean, there's obviously major adjustments if yeah. you have never connected like a Bluetooth or your phone to the car. Yeah. Um, just a lot of just the updated. GPS. Yeah, the GPS. There's just it's a no whole lot a of things that is just so different. Yeah. But it, it does the same thing. It's just figuring out how to get there. Yeah. It's just taking a lot of time to figure out just where things are. Um, and the other thing, I think is a really challenging part is knowing how to unpack that data. Like I said, everything is kind of there, um, but creating uh, what is on 
GA4 is called a custom report. That's where the most powerful things are. For companies, I set that up for um, all of my clients at, here at Tower, so everyone in our internal team um, can go in and find out the data they need right away without having to jump through multiple hoops. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really where I kind of like GA4 is these customized reports. Um, like I said, there's a lot of revenue data right off the bat, and if you don't have any e-commerce platform connected to your site, you can kind of get rid of those metrics and say, okay, I want to look at form fills whatever, which is pretty relevant for Towers clients at least. Um, But that is really just the challenging part is figuring out where it is and then knowing how to extract the data you want to see on a daily basis so you can communicate with your internal team, external team. That's kind of where GA4 is challenging and then also really rewarding when you kind of figure that out. Yeah. Um, I had that moment a couple months ago where something finally clicked with me and I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I know everyone who's hearing this or in our internal team is going to have a click moment. It's just like, oh, yeah. okay. It, like I said, it just takes time yeah. to find that click. Sounds I, like it would be like 10 months from yeah. <laughs> we'll get there though. I feel like those custom reports are going to be super helpful from a specialist standpoint who we're really – not that we're not in Google Analytics. We're in there every month, but not necessarily every single day how some of the SEM people are. Um, so those custom reports are going to be really helpful in being able to quickly sort out and find exactly what we're yeah. looking for. I think especially, too, because we're so focused on, like, specific channels yeah. in there. So, like, socials or organic search, whatever. So as much as I care about all those other things, I want to see that. But it's nice to be like, okay, this is who's coming from organic search and this who's coming from social. And that's what they're doing. And I think that's a lot easier. Um, There's also in one of the custom reports where you can filter out blogs and conversions. And I'm sure you could do that in Universal, but I just never figured it out. Yeah, I never did that either. And now I can see exactly, okay, this blog has four conversions on it. This one has 12, like, it just seems like for me that's been one of the super more helpful things. Yeah, it's definitely really nice. There is a ton of new channel groupings on GA4 too. Um, like Tower, like uh, Alex said, we're very segmented from what they want to look at versus me as an SEM specialist. We are looking at different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but in GA4, we can even, like those custom reports, I've set up custom reports for our email specialist, uh, Danae, who has been able to go in there and say, I can find out exactly where people are driving on the site where they're driving conversions, which she said has been very helpful. And that's really the beauty of the custom reports is you can just find where you need to get to, but it's only if you set those up. Um, Can I share an embarrassing story? Uh, I'd love to hear it. So when I was trying to familiarize myself with GA4, I didn't understand that you guys were segmenting the, the reports like based on certain criteria and I would go in there and I was used to how universal analytics worked and I was trying to search for something that I didn't realize was kind of already there and I got rid of the filters. So super sorry to anyone who had to go back in and replace those. That was funny too because then we had a presentation from Lauren and she said, these filters are in place for like a reason and like don't delete those, whatever you do. And Lily looks at me and goes, I've deleted all of my filters. (laughs) But we're growing. I know. I own up to my mistakes, and I understand now. It's called growth. It's called growth. That's so beautiful. Yeah, the good, the good part about kind of learning GA4 is it's really number-based that everyone's learning it at once. It's not just new to you. It's new to 
every agency, every business is trying to figure this out. So there's kind of strength in numbers. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, everyone's just kind of figuring it out. And I think there's also kind of a sentiment of everyone is figuring it out. So it's okay to kind of have a little bit of leniency in, in some of the data talks that you may be having with some clients. Yeah. Okay. Now let's break it apart into two ways. So obviously we've talked a little bit about how First off, everyone is experiencing this change. So through an agency's eye, we'll talk about that first, and then we'll go through the leadership organization's eye because they also want to be able to take advantage of this platform. So as marketers, we're going to be the ones going in, doing the reporting, analyzing the platform, and you've talked about those custom reports. So you would say like that's probably step one for an agency is to start nailing down priorities in your custom reports. Step number one, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so next question is, how can someone in marketing use GA4 to better understand what's happening for their clients or their company that they work with, like specifically? Yeah, I, I mentioned this a little while ago that GA4 is kind of like a new platform. So I think that's a good first thing to drill down. Um, if you start comparing your universal analytics data to your GA4 data, you're going to notice some discrepancies. It is not... A the A, it is just a little bit of a difference between how things are measured, and that is due to GA4 um, focuses on event-based tracking while Universal Analytics was hit-based. So that essentially means every single metric on Universal Analytics was looking at page views. And in GA4, every single thing is an event. So when you open up a browser, you log into whatever website you're going to, that is an event, it's called a session start, it goes down a page view, goes to scroll depth, it has all these various different things that are not just page views, they are events. And that is the really key difference between the two platforms, really comes down to how the data is measured. So if you think of it like that, that is why everything doesn't add up from an A to A standpoint. And the other thing I wanna mention, um, is with GA4, if you just log on there and you start looking and you're explaining to your CEO or any sort of internal team or external team that there are no filters in there. So if you're looking at GA4 right out of the box, it's a worldwide view. So you're going to be seeing traffic from the U.S., the Philippines, all over the place. And that can lead to some discrepancies also if you're reporting. If you want to say, oh, my blog's really upticking in the Philippines, but you're a local business in Pennsylvania, is that really that relevant to you? Yeah. Um, the answer is probably not, but you really have to keep that in mind. It's when you look at GA4, it doesn't have a lot of filters built in. In fact, there are only two, which are for internal and development traffic. Versus universal analytics, you could set up various different views to filter out those various uh, things you want to look at. If you were looking at only country, um, I know a lot of our old UA accounts were filtering just on the US. If you were to kind of tell the client to go in there right now, they would be in that same mindset of, okay, this is probably filtering by the US, but it, it is not. It is an entire worldview, which I think is really important to understand and communicate to whoever you're communicating to with a, a GA4 account. Um, and the way to kind of go about that, as we mentioned a couple times, or these custom reports. This is my favorite part of GA4 is you can really dive into those custom reports, create kind of filters on the back end that kind of mimic UA, because um, like I mentioned earlier, everything is being collected. It's just how do you segment that? 
uh, I always see a picture on LinkedIn of like data visualization. It's just a bunch of Legos on the ground. <laughs> and then the next slide is like how you build those Legos to build a, a house. I think that's a great analogy with this, especially with GA4, everything it's there, just how do you compile that? The share to the executive team or whoever it is, um, is where the setup is so important, especially right now as we are 11 days into GA4, um, setting up these custom reports, I'm just gonna keep reiterating this, is just so important because that is where everything is gonna rely upon your data. If it's not set up correctly, you're gonna potentially be spewing out bad information yeah. people could be financing ppc campaigns or social ads in your guys's case um, based on data that is just not relevant to them and that's just really important to know yeah that's a good point i feel like too since there are custom reports that yours is not necessarily going to look the same as other people's and so i think it's important to have the conversation now of what analytics and metrics do you want to be tracking? What's most important for your company? Because I know, didn't SEO team kind of go through that with clients and even like Towers clients, all of their GA reports don't all look the same because they're all maybe tracking different specifics. So having that conversation with your leadership or your external internal teams is just going to help even more. Yeah, and I'm also going to recommend if you haven't ever done a website audit, definitely go through your website and because ga4 like i mentioned is all event-based you can create really custom events from maps clicks if you're looking at directions request if you're a local business from a form fill really dive into your website and figure out what actions can a user take on my website so that way you can get as much user data as possible um ga4 is really great with uh, event-based cross conversion tracking so if you don't have those conversions and events set up, like Alex just said, it's, it's all customized. You can't really have a set set of conversions that you want to look at at once. If you go through your website and figure out, okay, I have an email on there from someone if they want to contact our executive team from a phone call, it just really is super helpful when you're setting up these GA4 accounts to really look at your conversion actions that a user can take on the website you'd be shocked probably how many actions a user can take on your website that you're not tracking yeah so you talk about how ga4 is so event-based are there certain events and conversions that you think are a must across all companies that like we're tracking or do you think that like alex said it's going to depend on like what the information that they want to see I would go with no, um, but I'm assuming most websites at this point probably have a phone call Mm -hmm. or a phone number on there for you to contact them. That might be something in maybe a contact form. Not even every website has that. But I would say there's really no set events or conversions you should be looking at. Um, Every GA4 account when you create it has a set defined amount of events on there. Like I mentioned earlier, a page view, depth of scrolling is an event mm-hmm. a session entrance is when you click on the website and you look at that those are all stuff you're going to see across every ga4 account mm-hmm. but there's really no set of conversion or event data you can track because every website has different goals yeah and right, especially right. on the conversion side of things um it's just more valuable for an e-commerce website to know about sales rather than maybe a contact form versus a lot of our clients or a lot of lead gen base so in that case 
a lead form on their website is much more valuable than knowing of revenue if they sell products as well. It's just kind of knowing what your business wants is why I started off with this by recommending a website audit to really yeah. figure out what that is and being yeah. in contact with your marketing team, whoever set up your GA4 uh, account to really have those in-depth conversations about what conversion actions a user can take on your site because that way you can really utilize GA4 and understand, okay, this isn't that bad of a platform. It's just I wasn't feeding it the right data I need. Yeah. Um, you had kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier that, you know, comparing the two cars, it's not going to be a quick transition. Do you think that with this new interface that what they should expect, just to kind of clarify and expand, that they should expect differences of like, because even with um, sessions, I think, not to not to brag on my GA4 knowledge, <laughs> okay, <go> but <laughs> GA4 now can track if it's the same user on a different device, so that would count as one session, whereas an analytic universal, it would count that as two sessions. You got it. Yeah. Wow. So with that, um, good job, good. Alex. <laughs> um, and that is all due to when I start off by saying the key difference between GA4 and Universal Analytics is that event-based. It understands through very in-depth technological advances in the system, really, which is why GA4 exists. Um, there's a lot of AI stuff built into there. There's a lot of just insights that you can get from there. And it's just because of all of it being event-based now versus event-based. Yeah. So moral of the story, don't be alarmed if you see decreases in that stuff because it's just a more sophisticated. Yeah, it's not an apples to apples. It's kind of an apple to orange Mm -hmm. in a a sense that it is there. It's just a little different. And I think when you've asked about kind of what what do you tell your executive team or whoever's looking at it, they really understand that the way they are collecting data is two different systems. Yeah. So here's a question. The new interface has the uh, search feature. Until people start to get used to the new interface, do you think that you can trust the results that come from it? Like, I'm not saying that we should rely on it. However, if it's giving you the right data, do you think it's okay to use for now? Or what are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm going to answer this with a classic SEO specialist answer of it depends. Okay. <laughs> um, if you trust the setup of it, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. But if you're just going into GA4 and looking up why in the search feature, uh, Lily's talking about it, you can type in such things as like organic search, search sessions, and it kind of gives you an estimated number right off the bat in the search feature. But if that hasn't been set up, meaning if you're not looking at the right filters, that is once again going to be worldwide data. Gotcha. And if you use that, if it says like a thousand sessions, you're like, wow, I'm doing great. But that is worldwide versus when you were looking at just US. Mm-hmm. That could be where the differences rely. So I would say, yes, you can trust it, but only if you trust the setup of it. Yeah. Um, and that also comes down to if you're looking at one of the huge benefits in my eyes is, is kind of the really prominent conversion data. Um that's a huge part of GA4. And same thing, if you want to look at are my conversions up or down, it will tell you that. But if someone has marked a conversion of like a page view, it's going to be way up because every single person who goes to your website has looked at a page view 
it's going to be a conversion, but that's just not as relevant as a form fill or a website purchase, which is why I said it depends because if everything is set up, I would say, yeah, absolutely go for it. But if it hasn't been set up, I think that is where you're going to get a lot of discrepancies, not Mm -hmm. only in the data you're getting, but how you're communicating that to whoever you need to communicate that to. It is just going to be a disconnect, and they're going to be like, wow, (laughs) I'm doing really great on my website, but it's maybe somehow someone marked a page view as a conversion, and you're like, wow, it is the best website of all time. This is converting everyone. (laughs) Yeah. 100% conversion rate with that would be just wild. But I I really don't think you have any reason to distrust the search feature itself. You're distrusting the answers it provides. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Before we get into like the advice and resources, this is a question that isn't on here. But do you think, because I don't know how long Universal Analytics has been in and when this change came, but do you think that this is going to continue to evolve? Kind of like ChatGPT where like there's always like a little bit more added to it or do you think this is like what it is for the next like 10 years? It is definitely going to change. People are going to have complaints and they are all over the place on LinkedIn. I see people complaining all of the time. Um, Not on that side of LinkedIn. No. Yeah, I think they're just going to get a lot of user feedback and get everything back to maybe where it once was. But the whole point of this is really to evolve. And there's so many in the past year just technological advances that they're going to be utilizing that I wouldn't be shocked if they teamed up with a chat GTP. Like uh, Bing and chat GTP have yeah. a connection within their search feature. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Google and Bard are kind of working to integrate their analytics and it is we're at a point where I can't really predict anything past (laughs) a year from now and even since launch I've seen new features added in the months prior learning um, I was creating a lot of internal guides and worksheets for our own team that I had to change because they were just constantly changing it up until that point it is always going to be there, and it is just going to be updating until they go, okay, here's GA5. Yeah. Here's what it is. It, it may be a while, probably 5, 10, 15 years till we get that new version, but it will be just as constantly keeping, constantly yeah. updating. And, and as big as a shift as it is now, we just have no idea what that's going to look like. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to think about. Wrap your mind around. Yeah. Well, speaking of wrapping, to wrap things up, <laughs> I'm so sorry. We do have the pun master himself. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm being a little punny <laughs> today because Trevor is our our pun king. Um, <laughs> Not pun king. <laughs> Not pun king. Pun. Two different words. Um, do you have any advice or resources for those looking to learn more about JA4 and its changes? I mentioned this earlier. I learn best by hands-on experiences, and I really think that is the best way to kind of learn GA4 is to dive in and do it. Uh, when I first started messing around with Tower uh, Marketing's GA4, I created a like a sandbox GA4 account that was based on our staging website if you have that available to you. So you can just mess around and mess around and mess around without actually messing up the actual GA4 yeah. data. Um, <laughs> What you really should do, I'm going to just emphasize this, is just get in there. I've said this before. It just takes time. The more you're in there, the more you're going to get used to it. 
um, and just really figure out what data you want to collect um, that's already being collected and how do you display that. Um, like we mentioned a couple times at this point, the custom reports, that would be kind of where the first things I would start off with is figuring out what data you want to collect and share with whoever you need to share it with. Yeah. Um, from a personal point, I'd say that's where GA4 you should learn. Other than that, I always recommend um, news articles from Search Engine Ju Journal and SEO Roundtable if you're in the SEM space like I am. There's GA4 articles every single day. And because of my job and everything, I always like to say, Google it and find out yourself. There are YouTube videos. There are tons and tons of resources. And like I mentioned earlier, this is not just you learning it. It is the entire digital marketing world mm -hmm. trying to learn this. Um, there are forums everywhere. And I always, always, always recommend Reddit. Those people have probably your same questions. There are just people who are willing to help out via the Google Analytics for subreddit if you want to take a deep dive mm. into there um, ask questions I might have to <laughs> um, also a little plug here um, Trevor and Alex have both published uh, blogs on GA4 on our website you can find those at towermarketing.net mine wasn't even supposed to be GA4 related but Trevor came to me and said I think we should change this to a GA4 title and I was like uh huh <laughs> great. here we are she did it. It's been it's good. been my life for the past year, like it's <laughs> so crazy. It's all he can think about. All right, we've learned quite a lot about GA four, and the truth is, maybe the sad truth is, there is still so much to learn. We could probably do once again. We could do a series on GA four, probably yeah, for sure. What we've learned and series, um, but don't feel behind. I think that's something really great that Trevor had mentioned earlier. Is everyone in the industry is going through this change right now it's not that you are the last to learn it in fact if you're learning it now you're probably one of the first to learn about it um, because like you said we're only 11 days in well once podcom comes out it'll be like a month in anyway but you get it <laughs> you get the point <laughs> you oh, get it <laughs> we prepare for our podcast and record them before <laughs> But if you want some additional resources that we've found really helpful, you can sign up for our new podcast newsletter. Do it. So I know Lily and I kind of teased about it last podcast, but it is official now. We will it's have real. a recap of the episode. We'll have some of Trevor's answers to the questions and exclusive resources and links for you to explore. We're going to provide you a link to sign up in the description of this episode. So wherever you're watching this, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud. If you're still out there. If you're still on SoundCloud. Um, as always, there's a new Tower After Hours episode out on the last Thursday of the month. And let us know what you would be a guru in if you would be a guru in anything. Exactly. Everyone is. <laughs> if you're, I mean, friends, new girl. I was also going to say Taylor Swift. Like, yeah lyrics mm. i'm surprised no one went with the money making guru techniques of like knowing sports books or how to win the lottery that would be my pick mm. look at us look at us we're very i guess friends trivia or new girl trivia if they exist you could maybe win a 25 dollars oh, gift they card exist. to the bar that you're at they exist <laughs> yeah we will find them um do you want to hit us with one last bird fact before we go We'll go with one last bird fact of the albatross is the largest marine bird and the largest bird, I think, in the world. If I'm wrong, don't yell at me. <laughs> no one will call don't you. Google it. Wait, don't a, confirm. A marine bird. 
Yeah. Does that just mean they live near the water? Yep. Oh, okay. Um, but albatrosses don't even touch the ground. They can be flying for years on end without touching the ground. Wow. Imagine having that shoulder Amazing. strength. Amazing. Do that. Seriously. They're probably jerked. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're still listening after that bird fact, I forgot to mention this. Get excited because next podcast episode is with our first ever outside of tower guest Woo! ever yeah it's gonna be really fun we are super duper excited but thank you trevor for coming on the podcast yeah thank you teaching us all you know fun time yeah Yeah. it was was pretty fun after (laughs) the technical issues starting off we did have some technical issues but nonetheless we're here we did we did it all right see ya